The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you stuck in a health routine and don't know how to get out of it? Is keeping the weight off and living healthy a challenge? Welcome to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Your host is Marcus Aurelius. Take an hour right now and learn how to improve what you eat, how you exercise, and your everyday lifestyle. You'll look better, and more importantly, you'll feel better. Now, here is Marcus Aurelius. Hey, good morning, America. How you doing? And I want to thank you again for listening to Voice America. And I'm thankful that you're listening to the Health and Wellness Channel and my show, I Don't Want to Be Fat. Well, last week, obviously, we had my, uh, one of my favorite friends or one of my best friends, Matt Parsons, on the show. And we talked about health and we talked about uh, his webpage, designingachampion.com. Uh, great web page, got some really great things on that. You need to uh, get onto that because healthy living is a part of who we are. It's a part of America. Now, obviously, I want to open up the lines again. Uh, my telephone number that you can call me on the show is one 472 5792 And my email address is Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now, uh, for those people who uh, emailed me last week, I really want to thank you for the response. That was tremendous. I'm sorry if it took me a long time to get back to you, but some of those questions were pretty intense, and obviously I'm a very wordy person, and trying to uh, reply to all those emails in a very short and succinct way was not easy. The information was great, but obviously... (laughs) So I hope you can understand my English, and I hope you understood what I was trying to say to you, and uh, if you want to reply back, you are more than welcome. Well... The first show, if you remember, was about perspective, where I kept tripping over my words because it was my first ever show on the radio. Uh, We talked about perspectives in life, about how you view things, about problems, about excuses that you have to not working out. Then the week after that, we started talking about uh, personal trainers, about having and developing a relationship with your personal trainer, about being able to identify with that person that he can identify with you. You know, one of the biggest problems today is that we live in a society that's not connected. So it's very hard for some people to communicate with other people. They can do it online. They can do it through texting. But when it comes to person on person, it's very difficult. And, of course, some of us are very private. So you need to trust the trainer that you're working with. And then, of course, last week we had Matt Parsons. And, again, we discussed healthy living and designing a champion. Today's show, however, is about direction. What does direction got to do about anything? Well, direction is very, very important because the thing is, is that direction means that you set a path or a course somewhere. You, 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 you're, you're going towards a, di- a direction. Most of us, we want to be healthy and we want to be fit and we want to be able to incorporate a healthy lifestyle. The problem is, is that when you're heading in direction, you have all these distractions, And it's very hard to identify what these distractions can be unless you're on a course. That's why 
having a direction is very, very good for you, and it really helps you obtain a healthy new life. Uh, direction. We need to. It also helps us obtain knowledge, best to suit your direction. Now, the thing with each of us is that we were made individually. None of us are the same. Some of us are big. Some of us are small. Some of us are thin. Some of us have a lot of energy. Some of us don't have much energy. Some of us are in different phases of our lives. You know, we're either young, we're middle-aged, or we're older. Each comes with its own set of problems and responsibilities. So you need to identify your direction to your lifestyle so that you can head in that direction. Obviously, when you're young, you have a lot more ability to be uh, selfish. You can think more about yourself because you don't have those sort of relationships. You know, you live your life from paycheck to paycheck. And of course, uh, when I was young, I'm not saying that <laughs> this is the case with all of you. When I was uh, younger, I, I knew everything. So I didn't need to listen to anybody because I was so smart. I know that doesn't apply to any of you out there. That's why you're listening to the show. But when I hit middle age, obviously, I got married. I had children. I had uh, games to go to. I had responsibilities outside of my work that were a lot more time-consuming. So obviously, when you find a gym and you're heading in a healthy direction, you need to develop a routine with somebody that affects your lifestyle, that you can become a part of. You know what I'm saying? Is that if your kids got a game, then obviously you've got to come in earlier. Or if it's your day is so busy, you want to have the ability to become in before everybody wakes up. I know it's hard, but you know what? If you're changing your course, it's not easy. I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to try and lose weight, it's not easy. You, it affects every part of your life. Now, of course, most people, they want the quick fix. So, hey, let's call up that diet. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, of course, usually they have a celebrity. They have uh, someone who's done the diet. But not all advertising is true. You know, it's, <laughs> there are a lot of commercials that advertise things that they're able to do for you. But in most cases, that's not true. Because if you're left to your own devices, you know, you're not going to have the commitment level you need because you've got too many distractions. That's why if you're going to work out, you need to find a gym, not your house or your home, because if you're at home, you have too many distractions. You have too many people that know where you're at and able to influence your workout. And of course, workouts need to be disciplined because they're hard enough to get through as it is. And then, of course, we've got to discuss your limitations. Now, if you're young, fit, and virile, there's nothing that you can't do. That's great. But if you're old, overweight, a little large, you know, you can't jump through hoops anymore. So, obviously, your, your workout needs to change. Also, when you're older, it's a lot harder to listen to someone who's younger than you, especially if they don't have the experiences in life that you need to deal with. I mean, come on. If you're 50 years old and you go to the gym and the guy's asking you to put your legs, your head between your legs or, or stand on one leg and balance on your toes, you know, <laughs> that's not the sort of training you need. you need. You need someone who's probably more your age that you can identify who has to go through the same problems. I know when I used to work out, when I was younger, I used to work out a lot of older people. And the problem was I could never identify with their pain. I could never, um, because I didn't have any. When I was even younger still, obviously, diet used to be a big part of working out. But I had the seafood diet. 
I could see food and eat it, and it didn't make any difference. I wouldn't put a pound on. I mean, yeah, baby, I was good. And, of course, I had all the energy to go work out. And, of course, my direction was totally different because I was working out to look good for the girls. Now I'm working out to be healthy. You know, here recently, I, I may have discussed this before, but if you remember, my life is going through a lot of changes. This time last year, I was huge. I was probably one of the strongest people in the world. I, I never discussed what I could lift because I've usually found that most people who talk about what they could lift usually exaggerate it quite considerably. So I'm not going to do that or lower myself to that. But put it this way, there wasn't a place where I could go or a place where I could work out that anybody could lift as much as I could. But as I say, a reality of life. I had an injury when I was younger that affected me. I had a bone spur in my neck which grew through my spinal cord and it paralyzed me on my left side. Now, I am focused and I have a direction and I have come across an adversity. So my direction is to be healthy and fit. Well, at the time it was to be strong, be diligent, be huge. I mean, that was a matter that I had to deal with myself. I went to boarding school, so top dog one. So I always felt encouraged to, with myself by being big. I always knew that no matter where I go, there was no one as strong as me. I did that on purpose. I set my course. I was not distracted from that course. That was the way I took. And then when that was taken away from me, I had to <laughs> change my direction. I could no longer bench or squat or deadlift the weight that I used to do because my body is restricted. So what do I do? Do I give up? No, I can't because my direction was health and fitness. It's all I've done all my life. It's all I am. And of course, you know, when I used to go to the gyms, people would look at me and see my size and see how successful I were, and they would ask me the questions. They wouldn't go to the trainers because, hey, if he looks that good and this guy's a trainer, he looks like that, then I'm going to go to this guy over here. So I don't have that kind of advertising anymore because whilst I'm not fat and whilst I'm not overweight, I am still not half the size that I used to be this time last year. This time last year, I used to weigh almost about 320 pounds. So you have to be that big when you lift that type of weight. But the thing is, is that I still want to be, I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. So what I do is I change my direction. No longer was I influenced by the weight. I now had to change my direction to be fit and healthy. Now, that brought me into a whole new regime, a whole new workout, a whole new way of life. I had to change everything. I had to change my eating. I had to change the way I ate. I had to change the balance of my life. Everything in my life changed. But the greatest thing about that is it exposed me to the problems and issues that people who have to train to keep themselves fit. I was never uh, familiar with because I'd never been that way. I'd always been fit. And now I was unhealthy and unfit after my operation. I had to start again. So I had to relate to the same issues that these people did. That gave me an experience that really blew my mind. It's amazing when you're big and strong, you can be really, really arrogant. It's like having a lot of money. If you have a lot of money, you have no idea what it's like to be without money. You have no idea. So that you just brand them as either lazy or stupid. You don't understand the struggles that those people have gone through because you can't relate to those. So again, direction, we gotta relate ourselves. Now obviously my greatest thing that I would love to do would be to sit down and show you how to work out and, and talk to you about diet and all those type of things. 
But you have to understand, this is a great issue, a great area, a great range of perspective. Because when we were created, and we were created, we were created as individuals. There is nobody on this planet who is the same. So the thing is, is that you have to be honest with yourself. Now, being honest with yourself is one of the hardest things ever. Because we are subject to so much information. Do this diet. Do that. Do this. Or we are so much. Uh, uh, we have so much confidence in what we know. Like for instance, the biggest mistake most people make is like, you know, they're in a restaurant. They'll overeat. They'll eat the wrong foods, which is okay occasionally, as long as you don't allow it to distract you. But they think to themselves, well, if I eat that dessert, then I can work out for an extra hour and a half in the gym and lose that weight. It doesn't work like that on most people. If you're younger, yeah, that's fine. But some of us have metabolisms that can't adapt to that. It's like life. You know, as you get older, you have a lot more responsibilities. Now, me, when I was uh, 20 years old, I started traveling the world. I used to work out all over the place. I used to go to gyms and work people out. I had a tremendous experience with dealing with people from all over. But the thing was, with being single, I had flexibility. So if I got bored at this place, I could go somewhere else. If I got bored with that place, I could go to another country. If life afflicted me, I could run from the problems. But as I grew older, obviously those responsibilities became bigger and more impressed upon me. And it slowed me down. If things go wrong, I can't just sell, sell up and go. No, 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 no. I've got a family. I've got kids that go to school. I've got a wife who's got a great job. I've got all these wonderful issues that now slow me down. It's called baggage of life. So the thing is, is that my direction has been severely hampered from what it used to be to what it is now. So what I am trying to do in this show is identify with you. Because I am now 52 years old. And I have had a lot of experience, and I want to share that experience with you to be your trainer. Because you're going to have questions, you're going to have issues, and you don't know the answers of how to deal with those. You may think you do, but you don't. And I know, because I made all the wrong decisions that on the surface look really, really great. But when it came down to dealing with basics, they, they literally distracted me so much that I lost my focus and I lost my goal. Now, that's the biggest problem with working out. Perspective is all well and good. But unless you have a direction in which way you're going, then your perspective alters and the distractions bog you down. And you can't move, so you can't train. I mean, the biggest excuse I hear is, is that, uh, you know, I work really hard and I know I'm supposed to go to the gym. But, you know, it's just so easy to go home. Well, you know, what affects that attitude? Pressures of life, wrong eating. You know, one of the biggest problems is energy. Most of us, you know, we drink these power drinks or these sugar or caffeine-enhanced drinks to give us the energy we need to get over the hump. But as I discussed last week, the biggest problem with all these sugars and stuff like that is that they affect your body in a negative way. One of the uh, – um, the other thing about sugar is it's not that sugar is bad for you. It's that you have to know how to use the sugar to help you and influence you and what sort of sugars that you should use to help you. Matt made a great point last week about dieting, when I, a concept that really – the more I thought about it, the more it really uh, um, revealed itself to me. 
that concept was that if you're not eating healthy, okay, that's where you're at. Striving to eat healthy is not something you say, okay, instead of going to Burger King today, I'm going to go to the salad house and eat my buffet of salad. Well, the problem is, is that you're used to eating burgers and fries, and now you look at this green leafy stuff, and it's like, ew, are you kidding me? Now, the thing is with this, that green leafy stuff will give you the energy that you need to go where you want to go. The burger stuff, it looks great, it tastes great, but the fats in that stuff are what slow you down. That's why you need the sugar stuff to enhance your energy. So Matt made a great, great observation, and I really like this, is that if you're going to go to a burger place, okay, eat your burger and fries, you can do that, but have, have something healthy with it, like an apple, like a banana. Instead of eating the bread, just eat the salad. You know, cut things out, alter the diet. Now, they're only small steps. They're not big steps. But the, more sm the smaller the steps you take, then the healthier you're coming. You're changing something. You're, it's like a train when it's out of control. You don't just slam on the brakes and just hope it'll stop in time. No, no, no. That's never going to work. You've got to slowly apply the brakes, put it in a lower gear, and then apply the brakes again, put it in a lower gear. And gradually bring it to a stop so that you can stop the bad habits. So many of us are just prepared to leap in there, make a life-altering decision, and fall short of the glory. The reason is, is that we're in too much of a hurry and we don't have enough information. That's why the direction is so important. The other thing with direction is it builds precepts and concepts step after step. Revelation after revelation. The more you know, the more you can apply. The only problem with knowledge is that there is so much out of it, it's learning how to discern the right information to line up with the path that you're taking. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you from a very personal level. I'm trying to make this show as honest as I possibly could because I have to live this life myself. Now, I used to be a really wishy-washy character, as I've just described, because every time I had adversity, I used to run from it. Then when I got married, I didn't have that option anymore. But my wife, she is an incredible woman. She is one that supports and helps me. She's my personal trainer in life, because she has, even though I've been all over the world and done all these great things, she has an experience of life that's way, way beyond my understanding. I mean, every day of my life, I meet people that have concepts that I just do not understand or know how to relate to. Well, you know what? That's the same with training. Training is the self-same thing. You need to have a concept that you can identify with so that you can plot your path, that you can have a direction in which to face. Then, when you're concentrating on the path that you're going forward, like myself, I was going to have a child and a baby. I had no idea how to deal with that thing. But my wife was my life coach. She expressed to me things that I should do. Things helped me. She never was derogatory to me either. She helped me in a way, not by what she said, but what she saw me do, by, by what I saw her do. Now, uh, if you have any questions, I would really appreciate you calling me. Uh, my telephone number is one eight six six four seven two five seven nine two. And again... I know a lot of you, I've, I've found out a lot of you are very nervous about uh, calling the show. So please, you know, email me at Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now, 
my Facebook is really easy to get hold of because I'm at uh, Marcus Aurelius 62. You can get hold of me on the other on, on the Facebook, and you can want write letters there, or you can look at my webpage. I hope you do that because it really gives you a great introduction into who I am and what I do. Okay. Now, as I say, this show, I am doing all that I can to be honest with you and open my heart to you so that you can relate to me and that we can have a conversation together to go forward together to reach your goals. Okay. So I'm sharing my life experiences and the direction of the life that I have plotted. All right. I think we're coming up for break now. I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but this, this is a very, very important part of working out. You have to know your goals and limitations. Okay. And I want you to think about that so that when we come back from the break, we can discuss those and talk about them. Again, this is Marcus Aurelius at I Don't Want to Be Fat on the Voice America show. Uh, please call me. I'd love to hear from you. And we're going to break, I believe. Have a A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you figured out what's not working in your sex life? Could you use a little help? Join your host, Tamaran, for Let's Figure It Out Intimately. Tamaran has had both highs and lows in her sex life. She uses her experiences to teach you some basic techniques on how to create more fun, intimacy, and pleasure. Her guests also come from the sexual health and wellness industry. And together, Tamaran and her guests will help you get the sex life you've always longed for. Let's figure it out. Intimately airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now, back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Hey, we're back again. I just had my quick cup of juice. <laughs> I'm hyped up and ready to go. All right. Now we're going to talk about, I'm going to, Matt brought some very, very interesting figures to the show last week. I mean, they were really pretty scary. Uh, one of the f- uh, figures he bought was that 80%, now listen to this, out of 100%, 80% of Americans had some sort of chronic illness. Don't you know that your healthcare system loves you? Of that 80%, 50% of those people have more than one chronic illness. What's wrong with that? 
What is wrong with that? I'm going to give you something else that's even more astounding. In 1950, one out of 60 people were obese. One out of 60. In 1960, it was one out of 55. In 1980, it was one out of 20. Today, it's one in four. Do you think something is missing here? Do you think that we've made a mistake somewhere along the line? I think so. I think we've lost, as a nation, we've lost our direction. We seem to get confused in where we are. Because we live a lifestyle now that we can't afford to live. Now, what's wrong with that? I'm going to tell you something else that's really going to uh, blow you away. Is that one in 30 Americans are members of a gym. Of that one, only 20% of the people actually work out. 30% of those members are on a contract and don't go. Now, this is what I'm talking about, direction and accountability. The biggest problem is, and I, I'm sorry if this offends you insurance companies, but you are doing something that is terribly wrong to this country. You are, sir, at fault. And I'm going to tell you why. Most of these insurance companies will go to these big corporation gyms and say, hey, we'll give you a contract that will give you all these people to come work out at your gym if you give us a discounted rate. And they say, yeah, this is good. So they inform their people that, hey, if you go to this gym, you are welcome to work out anytime. And you can come. Shame on you. Shame on you. How dare you do things like that? That's wrong, wrong, wrong. And I'm going to tell you why it's wrong. If it doesn't cost you anything, it's worth nothing to you. Nothing at all. And the other thing too, which is very, very sad, they're going by figures of what they see. That is wrong. Trouble with this country is that even though I'm quoting figures to you too, there are mitigating factors. The biggest problem is, is that these people, yeah, they will go to these wonderful fancy gyms, lose interest, but to maintain their benefits, what they do is they go to the gym, swipe their card so it shows that they've been there, and they go. Do you think the people or the gym owners care about that? N not at all. You know why? The reason they don't care is that they're getting paid whether you show up or not. You know, I'm an independent small gym, and I'm very involved with my customers. But I'm a member of a gym that's a very small community. Now, I don't have all the fancy equipment that most of these gyms do, but I do have a personal relationship with the people that I work out. If they don't show up, I'm going to tell them, hey, you forgot to come this week. You better have a good excuse. Big gyms aren't going to do that to you. They really are not. See, America's not interested in your health. It's interested in the numbers and the ratios that it meets. I mean, we're talking about 20% of Americans who are members of a gym who do not go. That's disgusting. Seeing if that 20% is one of 80 people in America that goes to the gym. No wonder this country has lost its direction. No wonder we're not going in the direction that we need to do. I'm going to tell you something else that's even more awful. 90% of Americans take over-the-counter over medicines for digestive tract problems. 90%. Don't you know that those drug companies love you, sucker? Because that's exactly what you are. I'm not being rude. It's a fact. The biggest selling drugs in this nation over every other drug is medication for stomach digestion. Can you believe that? 
Now, why does that happen? You know, I had conversation the other day. I had a conversation because I have a relationship with somebody. Education and facts will tell you if you eat certain foods that you can overcome these dietary problems. That's not true. That's not true. It really isn't. You need to have a relationship with that person to find out why they have these stomach problems. Now, I'm going to tell you something that goes against everything I know, but every factual truth that was true. Okay? I learned something. I had this young man, well, not young, he's 70. I work out, and he had acid reflux. So I told him that the problem is is that he's not getting the right sort of foods that he's supposed to be eating. So we changed his diet, and guess what? He still had acid reflux. And I suddenly realized that as I did a study on this, a lot of our food is chemically altered one way or the other. Even our fresh fruits. I know that's hard to believe, but let me put it to you this way. Uh, I've forgotten the actual um, count that they use, but... America, when it used to produce uh, corn or hay, rather corn rather, was that uh, they would only get like a 20% yield uh, per line or per cut. Now they get 70%. They alter our corn in such a way so that they can spray the corn with Roundup, and the corn is resistant to the Roundup, but the but the um, uh, the weeds aren't. So the food has, in its basic form has been altered chemically. One of the things, I have a lady that comes to me who works, lives in the Lebanon and lives over here too. And it was amazing to me that here we go again. When she goes to Lebanon and eats the food that she eats over there because of her culture, she is able to maintain a great figure. She only weighs like 110 pounds. When she's here in America over a period of six months, she puts on 120 pounds. So she's almost 240 pounds when she goes back to Lebanon. And she cannot understand it that she's eating the same foods here and not over uh, that she eats over there. Why is it affecting her diet? Well, I'll tell you. A lot of time, the food has been altered. So it doesn't have the bacteria or the probiotics that you need to help you. You know, your stomach is a chemical reaction. Your stomach represents who you are, what the way you live your life. It, 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 it depends on your uh, genetics. So the thing is, what works for person A doesn't work for person B. You understand what I'm saying here, America? We've got confused. Things have gone wrong along the way. So instead of finding the right direction, we give up. Well, I've done this. I've done that. It doesn't work. Well, that's because you didn't get the right information. You gave up too early. Now, back to my friend, the one who, the 70-year-old man. He's a farmer. So I told him, I said, why don't you try this? Why don't you drink the milk from your cows without it being homogenized? Why don't you do that? So he did. He did it for three months. Now, I'm going to tell you the most remarkable thing that happened to him. His high cholesterol left him. His stomach viruses were gone. He no longer has acid reflux. Now, I'm just saying that the more natural his food was, the more it affected his diet and the healthier he became. You see what I'm saying? We've been misled. Have you noticed that in the 50s, there weren't so many food chains around? Now we're surrounded by them. 
But the food has a high critical need. So the food is manufactured to meet that critical need. That means instead of it coming straight out of the refrigerator and put into the grill or whatever, they can leave it laying out for a couple of hours because the preservatives that are in there make the food's critical levels a lot more flexible. Well, those foods are only going one place. They're going in your stomach. Don't you think that affects you? Don't you? So when people tell me about these diets that they're doing and things like that, well, if it's not a lifestyle, it's a choice. The biggest trouble with choice is that your choices are affected by your situation. Sure, this week you can afford to, to, to eat those diets that they send you. No problem at all. But next week you won't have enough money. Uh-oh. What are you going to do? Well, you go back to what you were eating before. And then all that weight you lost comes right back. Why? Something's missing. Don't you think that? Have you ever noticed that people that do some of these diets, they look great after a couple of weeks, man. They've lost like 40, 50 pounds, and they look wonderful. Trouble is, you see them four weeks later when they're off the diet, and they put on twice as much weight. You know, I was talking about the shame of America, insurance companies only promoting big, profitable businesses and not small America, not giving America the choice for people to work out on their own direction. Let me give you a great example of that. We have in Texas a, a wonderful store. It's huge. It's called H-E-B. And I was in there the other day, and I met one of my clients who I hadn't seen for almost a year. And I was astounded. I said, I didn't recognize her because she put on almost 60 pounds. I mean, she was huge. And she said, hello, Marcus. I said, hey, long time no see what are you doing she said oh I really miss you I said why is that she said I've put on 60 pounds since I stopped working out with you well I said to her why did you stop working out with me she said oh my insurance pays me to go to this other gym over here and I put the weight all the way back on I said well why is that don't you have a trainer she said yeah but it's not you he doesn't push me Really? Is that what it takes you, the difference between a healthy lifestyle and a non-healthy lifestyle? You know, the biggest problem is, is that we've lost our focus and we've lost our direction. You know, if you're doing something that's not costing you, then you do not know what, it, what the value of it is. America, we don't know our value as people. We've forgotten who we were. This used to be a nation that when I first came here in this country in the 80s, it was tremendous. Because it didn't matter your ability, your abilities didn't matter, your education didn't matter, none of that mattered. If you were willing to show up for work and do the stuff that you were supposed to do, you got a job. Unbelievable. I remember when I first came here, in fact, just before I met Mr. Schwarzenegger, uh, you know, because I used to work out with him on Saturday mornings. And it, it, <laughs> well, that's another story, and we'll go into that later. But um, I, I, I worked for a builder in California. Uh, I won't give the name of the builder out, but uh, um, I started off there as a laborer, just as a laborer. And what happened was the fact that I was the only guy that would show up to work on time every day. And he was blown away by that concept. He never understood that concept that there, you could get someone to show up to work every day on time. Why did that happen? Well, that was the way I was brought up. I was... That was my direction. My direction and purpose was to show up, get a job, get paid. And he was blown away. Now, we were building a house uh, for a movie star at the time. And as I say, I started off on the job as a laborer. 
But at the end of the job, I was running the job site because I was the only one there long enough to know what was going on. Now here today, it's a totally different story. Our education system says that experience is nothing, it's all about education. Well, let me tell you something about that, America. You get your young kid because your kid costs you everything. That's who you invested your life in, okay? And you give him that brand new car that costs you a lot of money. And you say, you go take your driving test in that car. He does the test and he passes the test. Yay! He's legally able to drive. So as a reward, you give him that car so he can go out and have fun. When you get the car back the next day, it's all smashed, bashed, and beaten to pieces. Why? Oh, he was educated to drive that car, but he had no experience. Hello? Do you hear me? You need to. America, in the 50s, we had a wonderful economy. Things were great. We could even afford the, the space shuttle program. What happened? We got lazy. We lost our purpose. We lost our direction. Now we have so many people unemployed. We can't afford a space program. And we're, <laughs> we employ a healthcare system that we cannot afford. But let me show you something even better. It's not a political perspective here. It's a truth perspective. Okay, And this is the truth right here. If you have people who don't have medical coverage because it's free for them, they don't understand that it costs you everything. So what do they do? They don't know what the cost of, of medical care is. So they tell you, you can pay this and you can pay that. You know, I have health care. I do. I have great health care. But you know what? My actual cost for myself has gone up so exponentially, I pay almost four times what I did 20 years ago for that self-same health care. And my, my salary hasn't gone up that 20%. But if you have someone administering health care that doesn't understand the cost of it, you see, we forget that we are not a democracy. We are a republic. Our politicians are to represent the needs of the people. If you're not a person or you're not representative of the people, how can you know their needs? See, this is what I'm talking about, about direction. America, we need to be a healthy country. We need to be inspired to work out to do the things that we need to do to make ourselves healthy. This is what we need to do, but we don't do that because we have a lifestyle that has distracted us. We don't need to walk anywhere because we can drive. We don't need to have an active lifestyle because we can sit in front of the TV. We don't need to entertain our kids because we can give them a video game just to shut them up. What's wrong with this picture? We have teenagers who can't communicate with each other or with people because they don't know how to communicate because they text everything. What's the cost? Well, I'll tell you what the cost is. 90% of the people in America have to take drugs for their digestive system. Okay, 90%. That's almost all. Our 80% of the people in this country have a chronic illness of some sort. Why? Because it takes effort to change your life, to become healthy. And people don't know what effort is anymore because they have not got the choice. This country was made great by choices of people who, even if they were wrong, they were still determined. They would never give up and they never surrendered what they believed. You know, being healthy has to be a determination of who you are. You are the direct result of what you eat. 
You are a direct result of how you work out. You are a direct result of what you purpose in your heart to learn. If you're tired when you work out, change your workout. If you, sorry, if you don't have the effort or the energy to work out after you finish work, change your workout. Make it exciting. You know, the problem is not the working out. It's your view of working out. So the issue is not the working out. It's your perspective about the fear of working out. It's the same with diets. Most of us think we have to eat salads. You know what? That's not the case. Most of us come up with this ingenious idea, God knows where we got it from, is that if we eat one meal a day, then we'll, we won't eat, consume so many calories, so then we'll lose weight. Uh-uh, not true. In most cases, that's going to be the fattest person on the planet because they eat one meal a day. Their body gorges. Gorging doesn't mean overeating. It means eating too much for your stomach to digest. If you're working out your stomach only once a day, when you give it something to eat, it can't digest that food. So guess what? It gets tired. It's like you when you work out. If you get tired, you're not going to work out harder. You're going to give up because you're tired, which is understandable. Well, don't you think the rest of your organs in the body are the same way? You know, we're unfit and healthy because we pile too much sugar into our system. Well, what's the consequences of too much sugar? Well, I'm going to tell you. If you have a car that has nitrous injection, and every time you race it, you pile that nitrous injection on, it puts a tremendous strain on the engine. Why? Because the engine overheats. It gets too hot. Now, when the engine is younger, it can withstand those restrictions or those, those um, criteria that it needs. Overheating, you can put a better water cooling system on it. So too fast, too much friction, so you can put different headers on it. The trouble is, the trouble is, with your body, you can't do that. If your heart goes out, you can't just go out there and get a new heart. If you've got diabetes, guess what? You can't get you a new liver. You can't get you a new pancreas. So what are we doing? We need to be educated. We need to have a direction. We need to go forward in that direction of healthcare, but not the way we have it now. We need to learn how to eat. We need to learn how to live. We need to learn how to get a direction. We need to learn how to decipher fact from fiction for you. What works for your neighbor doesn't work for you. What works for your best friend doesn't work. You are an individual. You are created that way. Please pay attention to what I'm saying. A lot of the problems that we're going through happen because of our lifestyle. This nation doesn't need to be bankrupt. But anyway, I'll come back to that later. I'll see you later. Uh, we're going to have a quick break. Come back and see me. I don't want to be back. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. There are all kinds of issues which can affect our relationships, our families, our workplaces, and communities. Tune into Breakthrough with Michael Pippich for a clearer understanding to what these issues of modern life are and what kind of solutions are being presented and discussed. Michael and his guests will talk about teen suicide, PTSD, alcohol and drug abuse, bipolar disorders, and more. It's deeper understanding of our life and healing. 
Breakthrough with Michael Pippich is heard every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Why do people behave the way they do? The study of human behavior is one of the most interesting facets of life. Human behavior gets played out in a limitless number of ways. Now, there's a radio program that explains the why and the how of what we do. Human Behavior, What a Trip, is hosted by Dr. Jonathan Brower and will include interesting guests as well as call interaction from people like you. Let's have fun with this together. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Well, well, America. Looks like I haven't got any phone calls this morning, so I must be treading on some people's toes today, and I'm sorry about that. But, you know... The problem with truth, even if you bear it, it rises again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially this weekend, because uh, after today, I'm after the show, I'm heading for Louisiana, baby. I'm going to go get me some crawdads. I'm going to get me some good Cajun food. Man, I am looking forward to it. Oh, isn't that fattening? Yes, you're right, and it tastes good. But you know what? I have budgeted my eating experience so that I can incorporate that food eating this weekend. Now, I don't do it all the time but once in a blue moon. And I've noticed that because my stomach is shrunk, I can't eat as much as what I used to. So I don't gorge myself. I'm in touch with my stomach and my um, brainwaves to know that when I've had enough, I know to stop. And you know what? That means I'll eat a little bit, I'll take a break, and I'll go back and have something else later on. The good thing about Cajun food, the longer you leave it, the better it tastes. Now, again, I can see I've upset some people today because my phone is not ringing at all. So obviously, I'm sorry to those people that I've offended, but truth is, as I said, what it is. Now, I am a great trainer. I am not because I'm good at what I do, but because of the knowledge that I have discovered and I have found out. Now, I, I want to tell you something that's probably, again, going to offend most of you, but this true, this show is not about what I feel or think. It's about truth. You know, what you hear, you're accountable for. I want you to start making short, little, little changes in your life to find out the right sort of information you need for you. You know, there are three different body types. There's an ectomorph, which is a very skin, thinny pers- skinny person. There's a mesomorph, who's a slightly bigger person. And then there's an endomorph. And an endomorph is someone without any body definition at all who is huge and big. And they have the ability to store a lot of strength through the fat that they have in their body. That's great when you're younger, but as you get older, you know, that fat can cause more problems than it can do good. You know, it's amazing to me that even though I could bench and lift huge amounts of weights, that I had to go see a heart doctor because my resting heartbeat was too high. Why? Because I could lift a car. That's why. And to do that, I had to, you know, do a lot of lifting weights. So I was fit, but my resting heartbeat wasn't good. Then... I was getting crabby and irritable, 
And the reason being was because my body weight was so heavy because of the, the, the weight of the muscles that at night when I would go to sleep, my lungs would collapse because of the weight of my body. So I had to have a sleep apnea machine. Whoa. Here's this guy who's in the delusion of being healthy, fit, and strong, having to go see a heart specialist, high blood pressure, and on a sleep apnea machine. Yes, I'm telling on myself because if I can't be honest with you myself, how can I be honest with you? Now, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I lived in denial. It didn't matter I had all those things. I was fit and I was strong. I could lift up a car. I could do those things. But my blood pressure got really, really high that it, when I went to go to the dentist to go get a tooth looked at, they had to put me under sedation. And the re uh, dentist refused to do it because my blood pressure was so high. How healthy is that? Now, I don't have those problems anymore because I've changed my direction. You know, that season of being Mr. Muscle Man has gone. The season of being a regular guy has come upon me. But I'm not just a regular guy. I'm a healthy guy. I don't take any medication. I don't have high blood pressure. I don't eat the things I used to because I want to live for my grandchildren, my children's children. And I want to be healthy to be able to do so. You know, what's the point of working hard all your life, abusing your body so that when you retire, you have two weeks before you die? What's the point in that? Oh, that's right. We've lost our direction. You know, there are commercials on the TV that tell us that we need to change our investment plan because we're, get, we're living longer. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll change our money. We will listen to these people who influence our income as we retire. But we do nothing to change our health standards. We do nothing to uh, look after ourselves, to find information of the things that we should eat. No, what we'll do, I'll tell you what we do. I've got a great plan. Instead of being responsible, I'll have it given to me. I'll just take all these pills. Really? Well, obviously, that's where we're going because the figures don't lie. They're truthful. That is so scary. Why has this happened? I'm telling you why, because we've lost our direction. We have lost our purpose. We live from paycheck to paycheck. We don't understand what it is anymore to save up for the things we want. No, we've got to have it now, baby. I go through past a, a scrapyard every day I go to work, and I see the field of broken dreams. I see all these cars that are being smashed and broken to pieces that once someone sold their soul to earn with that $599 payment a month. I met someone the other day. He's got two cars. He pays $1,450 a month for a, a payment. Yet he can't afford, you know, for two car payments. And he can't afford to work out. I got people who <laughs> eat cheap food, living in this wonderful house, getting fatter and fatter and overweight because they can't afford to eat correctly. Yet they can afford to live in this great, incredible house. Hello? What's happened? We got distracted from the truth. My parents never were in debt. They learned. They taught me. Pay as you go. Because then you can enjoy what you have because you understand the cost of what it is. But we don't do that. No, no, no. When we leave school, we've got to have that Cor Corvette and that Camaro and those, that Mustang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only $399 a month. Uh-huh. Then you get married. Then you've got to pay for the wife. Oh, that's okay. She's got a job. Yeah, but you need a house. 
You mean I can't live at mum and dad's anymore? No. And of course, then we got our cell phone bill. Then we got our laptop bill. Then we got our computer bill. Oh, but we got bundling. So let me see. Your expenses each month are right at the point that you can't afford to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And meantime, whilst you're living like that, living the dream, as it were, in a distorted way, you're not healthy enough to go out and take your kids for a walk. You're so burdened down with the worries of how you're going to pay next week's rent or make the house payment. Or you're living in fear because you can't afford to lose your job. So the first thing to go is the health and fitness. You know, I can always come back to it. No, you can't. It goes outside of your lifestyle that you've just developed. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be honest with you people. I'm a Christian. And God has some pretty high standards. And he deals with me in the same manner. Now, I'm going to tell you a truthful story. It, it, it kind of, I don't like to tell this story because it's what I'm going through now, okay? I have a gym that I love and I've put my life and my soul into. And I've lost my, a lot of my business, not because I'm a bad trainer or that it's a bad gym, but because I can't compete against these super gyms that come in here, which the insurance pays for people to join. Now, those people don't go to the gym because it doesn't cost them anything. But when they were coming to my gym, they would pay and they would enjoy it because it was a pleasant experience. But the concept is, well, if I join this gym, I got 25 bucks a month that I can save myself or $135 a month what I can save myself. I'll go there. Well, they go there, but they never go because no one knows who they are. They're not accountable to anybody. And they have employees who... Just are there for the paycheck, not because they're involved or it's part of their personality to get involved with you. This is a deception. Now, the thing is, is that what do I do? Do I just give up and run? No, I don't. You know what? God told me to open up this gym uh, 10 years ago, and I did. And when I had no competition, it was great. I had a great client base, had great, a lot of sessions. I mean, things were really, really going well for me. But now I'm really struggling. And I'm struggling not because I'm a bad coach, bad trainer, or because I'm a bad businessman. I'm suffering because people are tempted by what they see, a distraction of something that it is not. But the thing with me is, is that I'm good. You know why I'm good? Because God gave me a promise. He said to me, I will never leave or forsake you. I will be with you always, even to the end of time. When my wife married me, I, talk, I mean, you're talking green around the ears. You have no idea. Mr. Know-it-all, my wife said to him, what do I do if, said to God, what do I do if we get into trouble? And God said to her, don't worry. There is nothing that he can do that I can't fix. Well, in front of me is an impossible situation. But my direction is God gave me a dream a long, long time ago. A dream to believe that I could do what I wanted to do and build this super gym. Now, Despite the things that are coming against me, despite the truth that I face every day when I go to work and see my empty gym, you know what? I have developed a perspective in myself about trusting the word of God. I have got determined in who I am. I have gained faith in what I believe. I have spent time with the Father. He has got in my face, and he told me that, Marcus, you're a hero. I said, why am I a hero, God? Everything I touch is falling apart. I don't even have enough money to make my bills. He said, because you believe me when I said I will never leave or forsake you, that your needs are met. That I'm with you always, even to the end of the time. You believe that. 
But Lord, it doesn't look like it's going to work. He said it doesn't matter. That's the evidence of faith. Faith is the thing believed but not yet seen. A dream is something that is birthed in your heart. People, get up. Get active. Get a dream. Get a plan. Get a direction. Go forward. Find your way. Find the truth. Go forward in the truth and become the person God called you to be. Healthy, wealthy, fit, wise. Don't need medical care. Don't need the attention. Don't need to pay for the drugs. I'm telling you, release all those burdens off of you and you will become a much better person, a much healthier person, and a much happier person. This life is here to be enjoyed. How you approach it, the perspective, and what you put in your life is what you're responsible for. I'm telling you, please listen to what I'm saying. If you actuate these facts, it's not going to be easy. I mean, hell and earth are going to come against you. But the direction you have chosen, if you keep to it, if you go forward, you can overcome all the adversity. You just have to be determined. Don't give up. Don't compromise. Don't let these distractions get you. Overcome it all. Please, I beg you. Anyway, I got to go. If you want to call me, please do. If you want to email me, you know my email address, and you all have a great week, and I'll be here this time next week. Okay, everybody? I love you, and then thank you for all the emails last week, and I want to give them to you this week too. Call me, uh, 1-866-472-5791 next week. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Marcus Aurelius for another edition of I Don't Want to Be Fat next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And live better.